Just in the last 12 months, nearly half of Americans have attempted to lose weight. We all have health and fitness goals we want to achieve, and with so many options out there, you need a group of like-minded individuals cheering you on. Welcome to the Weight Loss with Wendy podcast, a podcast where we dig into the reasons we get stuck on our journeys to weight loss, the latest tools and tips we found that really work, and how to truly feel in control around food at a party, at home, and yes, even on vacation. Your host is a life and weight loss coach and a woman who has successfully lost 55 pounds herself. Here to help you succeed, welcome Wendy Crabb. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. What's going on in your world? In my world, we took a few days off to spend time alone with myself and my hubby, and we had fun even though the weather was not so nice. It was cooler, rainy, no pool this time. So that was a little bit of a bummer, but we had a great time together either way. Today, I want to tell you about a special workshop that I'm offering. On April 29th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, it's a make-and-take eating plan. It's an interactive workshop where you get my help making your own healthy eating plan. Because spring is here, hopefully to stay. I know some of you had snow this week. That means it's time to take action to lose weight, feel great in your body, and confident in whatever you are wearing. Imagine that. Wouldn't that be fabulous? You may not know where to start, and that's okay. I can help. Remember when you were a kid or when your kids were small and you went to a museum and they had tables set up for kids to color, paint, or create something that you would put on the refrigerator at home? Instead of painting a picture, you can create your own make-and-take eating plan to lose the first five pounds without starving, so you'll be motivated to keep going. The best part is you will have me guiding you during the workshop. If you sign up, you'll get my Quick Start Weight Loss Guide, if you don't already have it, plus five days of dinner recipes and a grocery list as a bonus after the workshop. The details are that it's on Thursday, April 29th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. There is a link in the show notes to sign up, and I'll also have a link to the workshop because it's going to be a short turnaround time because this podcast comes out on the 29th. But I may be doing more. So if you didn't get in, then look for more events by me. I hope to see you there. Today, I wanted to talk about and take a deep dive into my five-step process to lose 20 pounds in 12 weeks. Before we start, I wanted to go over a few important points. What keeps you from making a simple and fun plan to lose weight? It might be your thoughts about how you have gained and lost the same 30 pounds over and over and have not been able to keep it off. You get stuck thinking you have never been successful before, so why should this time be different? I challenge you to remember that you have learned to do hard things your entire life, such as learning to walk, riding a bike, going to school for whatever your current profession is, parenting, becoming a parent. There is no rule book on that, that's for sure. You expect things to be different, but don't change anything to get a different result. You keep going down the same diet hamster wheel with the same negative thinking, but just with a different diet. You need to interrupt the past-focused thinking and create a simple plan that you can follow, making decisions ahead of time instead of in the moment. That's what planning does. Don't do things based on how you think it will make you feel, because feelings are temporary. Think of losing weight and figuring out how to keep it off as an adventure, 
it is an adventure because we are surrounded by food. So we're always going to be navigating this. Think about how you can make it more fun. If you dread starting a new healthy eating plan and have worry and fear about sabotaging yourself, then you suck the joy out of the process. Look for how healthy eating can be fun. How can you reward yourself for sticking to your healthy eating plan with something other than food? Make a list. For example, I have an urge or cravings jar and I drop pretty blue beads into the jar whenever I've allowed a craving or was able to handle a negative emotion without going to food, basically feel uncomfortable without having to eat or drink. It's like a little pleasure hit for your brain instead of the big dopamine hit that a cookie would bring or a glass of wine. And by the way, you don't get this five-step process on Noom, Weight Watchers, Beachbody, or any other diet plan because coaching is personalized and gets to the root cause of why you keep overeating and gaining and losing the same weight. It's always about your thinking about food, yourself, your body, and your life. So step one in my five-step process for losing 20 plus pounds in 12 weeks is making an eating plan that you can follow with simple and easy to make meals. Plan your food in advance at least 24 hours or the day of so you can start making decisions with your higher brain, with your goal in mind, instead of the primitive part of your brain that wants to keep things the same. Start believing that you have the self-discipline to do what you know to do to be successful. That means making a plan that you know you can follow, especially until you learn to trust yourself. What's the impact of you accomplishing your goal? Feeling good in your body, lighter, having more energy, fitting in your clothes, having freedom around food, overcoming emotional eating, tools for permanent weight loss, and maybe getting off medications that you're on for your health, blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes. Spend time in the 50% of possibility. Our brain automatically goes to the 50% negative, that it won't happen, that it's impossible. But you can deliberately direct your brain to spend 50% time in the land of possibility. Play around with the idea that it's done, that you've already lost the weight. What if you were already down 30 pounds? Visualize yourself. Imagine what you're going to look and feel like in your clothes. Look for your evidence of your goal being accomplished, for staying on plan, losing weight, having more energy, feeling more in control around food. Every day, tell yourself, I have everything I need to make it happen. Coaching with me, we will examine your relationship with your body, tuning into your body, how you treat your body. For example, have you thanked your body for all the wonderful things it does for you, for actually working, even though you may not have treated it well? Talk to your body. Your relationship with food. Eating food to fuel your body instead of punishing it. Food doesn't care about you. A lot of times we think, oh, we love chocolate cake. What if you just liked chocolate cake and don't attach emotion to it? That might help your thought about it. We have to examine your relationship with hunger. Are you afraid to feel hungry? We want to be hungry because that way we know we're burning fat. You don't have to feel deprived or super hungry. Just listen to your body. Ask yourself if you're hungry before you eat anything. It's less about the food and more about what you think about the food. Food itself is not the problem or the solution. Your body is your home. Choose to feel good in your body no matter how much you weigh or whether you've overeaten or not. Practice feeling at home in your body and appreciating your body 
for how it has supported you so far in your life. Only eat foods you love that work with your family and lifestyle, incorporating your schedule for the week in your planning. And remember, no food is off limits. As soon as we think it's off limits, we want it all the more. So on weeks one to two, plan to eat three meals a day with no snacks, primarily proteins, vegetables, fat, fruit, grains, and limiting sugar, breads, and pastas. Expect to be a little hungry or hangry, eating less sugar and breads initially for the first few weeks. It helps to drink a lot of water and remind yourself that it's temporary feeling. On weeks three and four, plan to try intermittent fasting if you want to try that. Delay your breakfast time until it's like 11 a.m. and then you eat at 6 p.m. with no snacking. Make sure to eat more fat and veggies at meals so you are not hungry in between. They really help you keep feeling full. You're eating more at these meals because you're not eating breakfast. And plan a small joy eat of your favorite food. If you try to restrict yourself too much, it's going to backfire. So what about weeks 5 to 12? Tweak one thing every week based on the number on the scale and how your clothes fit. Go over what worked, what didn't work, and what to do differently. Evaluate what's holding you back and what's moving you forward. So that's step one, making a plan. And we will go over this in detail on Thursday at the workshop. Step two is listing all the obstacles and strategies to solve them, including factoring in your triggers like nighttime snacking, wanting to snack while you're making dinner, wanting dessert after dinner, wanting to snack when drinking alcohol, going by the candy dishes at work, having a 3 p.m. slump at work, or when the kids get home from school. That can be a trigger for some people because you're always giving them snacks. Upcoming events like parties, a wedding, going out to dinner, and family gatherings. What to do about family you live with, whether they're supportive or not. Having all the snacks in the pantry and feeling like you have to make two meals, which you do not. Notice your self-talk. Make decisions based on what you know and want versus rule following. It's your choice whether to stay on plan or not. So notice when you start saying, I can't or I shouldn't have that. A more empowering thought is, I am choosing not to have that today because I want to get closer to my goal. You are the authority of you. Words are containers of power. Having your list of whys and writing down your goal every day and your thoughts about it is so important. That's what's going to keep you going day after day. Make sure you have a joy eat once a week, because otherwise you may have too many cravings. We'll be talking about scale drama. What do you say to yourself when you get on the scale? Visualization. Visualize yourself at your goal weight and successfully having navigated all the obstacles that come in your way. So that's step two. Step three is learning how to handle food cravings and emotional eating. You may think, I'm just a person who snacks, or that looks good. I should have a cookie. Yes, but, or maybe I could right now, but I can have it tomorrow if I still want it. It's about retraining your brain. It takes practice. Every time you do this, you are getting closer to reversing the habit. I don't have to eat the cookie. I can have a glass of water, cup of tea, or play with the kids, talk to my husband, or take a walk. Sometimes answering the urge doesn't make us feel better. It makes us want to eat more and intensifies the urge and makes it more of a habit. 
Later on, when you don't have so many food cravings, you can have two cookies for dessert, and that will be okay. It won't be a big deal. We'll also tackle food cravings, triggers, willpower, using willpower versus reacting, why willpower takes so much more energy, and reacting is basically giving in to the craving. But allowing it, that is when you don't eat the food. That's all it is. You kind of take a pause, you don't eat it, and you talk to yourself and you talk yourself through it. Talk yourself into saying, well, I could have it today, but it's not on my plan, so I can have it tomorrow if I want. And making that choice for yourself and for your weight loss goal. Sitting with the discomfort of not eating the cookie or feeling anxious or stressed. It's not going to hurt you. Step four is about social eating. Learning how to say no thank you gracefully. Whether you're at family dinners, parties, holidays, vacations, special events like weddings. Having a joy eat or deciding whether you're going to have a joy eat versus staying on plan at all of these events. That is a choice that you need to make ahead of time. Factoring in that maybe at your family dinner, it's going to be your mom's lasagna that she makes from scratch and you're an Italian family. So you might want to have the lasagna. Also have the salad, but maybe don't have bread or the dessert. That's how you have a joy eat. And enjoy the heck out of it. Step five is how to make weight loss permanent. Using intermittent fasting, awareness of your thoughts, continuing your healthy eating plan, and making an eating plan for maintenance. That usually is the same plan that you're on now, but you may need to tweak it a bit. You can eat a bit more, or you may have a joy eat twice a week on maintenance. Probably not every week, but you get to decide when that's going to happen. Making a new list of obstacles and strategies to get over those obstacles for maintenance. Learning mindset strategies for long-term feeling of freedom around food. And what to do when something like a pandemic hits or life happens. We'll go over all of that. So that's my five-step program for losing 20-plus pounds in 12 weeks. I would love it if you get on a call with me where we can personalize your healthy eating plan or you can come to my Make and Take workshop. That's on Thursday, April 29th. I have several quotes that I want to talk to you about. One is by John Acuff. I have others by Corinne Crabtree. John Acuff has written several books on setting goals and following through. It's about changing the way we think about food. What can you do to turn the negative thoughts down on the dial? That's John Acuff. And don't get over something, get through it. Fear gets a voice, not a vote. That's from Corinne Crabtree. And another one from Corinne is, don't give the problem 10 years and the solution to fix it one week. That's what we always try to do, right? We want immediate results. So if you find yourself saying always, never, forever, nobody, and everyone, those are words that are triggers for negative thought loops. They're red flags. The question to ask when you find yourself in this type of thinking, is it true? Is it helpful? Is it kind? In other words, would I say it to my best friend? So give yourself time to believe that you can do it. Keep reminding yourself of why you want your goal, and it won't just be in your head, but in your heart too. Lose the mental weight before you can have permanent weight loss. And that's another one from Corinne. So don't forget about my workshop, April 29th at 7 p.m. I'll probably be having more. Please rate and review my podcast so we can get this out to as many women as possible. 
Women are the leaders of their families. And if women get healthy, our families get healthy. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you guys have a great week. You've been listening to the Weight Loss with Wendy podcast. We're so glad you're here. Connect with us online at weightlosswithwendy.coach and check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, as Wendy says, we help take the puzzle out of losing weight for good.